0: David Costable is going to join us in a second. They bumped it up, so I'm going to hold my my story huh, with the okay, red. yeah, I want to know. I apologize, about this. but they bumped up the interview. Okay, and I am uh, I am excited uh, about this guy. He's on Showtime's Billions, which is Damian Lewis plays a hedge fund guy that's cutting corners and breaking laws. Right, he's a billionaire. He's so rich. He, he's got so much money. It's a it's a high rolling you know kind of thing. Paul Giamatti is the attorney general. Whose life goal is to take Bobby Axelrod down? Okay, I'm giving you the background mm-hmm. of okay. the show. Mm-hmm. Ax Cap is the uh, the company that Damian Lewis runs up, and they're they're out to take Ax Cap down at all costs. All costs, legal or illegal, doesn't matter. They want to take Bobby Axelrod down. David Costable's character Wags is Axe's right hand guy. He does the dirty work. He's he's going to stick with him through thick and thin. So they're uh, they're connecting us with uh, the actor who plays Wags, David Costable. So you know, just waiting for him to pass him through. So oh. here's David. Good morning, David. Good morning. Is this Greg? Yes it is. Yes it is. We've Good got morning. we've got Roadkill, we've got Laura here. Good morning uh, as well. So uh, Hi Laura. I, I Hi want, Roadkill. I, let me tell you something. And this is no BS. I mean this sincerely. You play the best character on television right now, without question. Wags.
1: Well, thank you very much. The interview's very over. Good. The interview's over. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> <her>. good. <laughs> good, good luck with everything. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you say that? How dare you invite me onto your radio program and, and insult me like that?
0: <laughs> and I have to say, I, I'm a huge fan of, of the show Billions, uh, you know, with Damian Lewis and, and Paul Giamatti and, and David. And David's character, Wags, is the assistant of Bobby Axelrod, who is, you know, one of those big hedge fund guys, that, I mean You know, financial guys that skates the rules and now is in a whole heap of trouble. But Wags Mm. is such an interesting, like, intricate character that's both wise-ass, crazy guy, but tender guy all at the same time. That's your character, right? right? You're getting it all. I like it. I like it. I'm impressed. Dude, I I watched this week's episode and I thought, when you said, I'm going to miss you... Holy crap, yeah. I think I teared up. I think I actually yeah, sure. teared up. Yeah, me too. You
1: know? <laughs> me too. And I will tell you, there was this one, that I will tell you about that particular night. I was sick as a dog shooting that scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, just sick, like dying. could yeah. barely stand sick. And freezing cold out there on this balcony. And it's this beautiful, very touching scene. And it was so cold. And they have this, the final close-up on me, and I say, like, I'm going to miss you. And he says, "He says, thanks for the friendship. So I said, I say, I'm going to miss you. And I look at him. And then he goes, and and Damien's mouth basically was frozen. And so he goes, (laughs) (laughs) He couldn't couldn't move his lips because they were almost frozen shut. And I was like, really? That's the take you're going to use of me almost laughing at this guy
0: because he can't speak. (laughs) And it was, it's actually, I think it's one of your characters' emotional, like it's the only time when you see the real guy. Uh, that that yeah, is it.
1: Finally, see him really talking to him. Yeah. he's really talking to his best friend, and he says, "Like I'm going to really miss you. Like this is really, mm. it's a it's a very, on that level, it's a very dark moment for him because he's, you know, it, it, he he almost has to give up his friend. Yeah, in a way, because his friend's going to go to jail. It's not going to be there with him for him. Um, and really one of the few people that kind of understand him in the world oh, there totally. are people who sort of tolerate him but, yeah. but he, this guy is really understood by yeah. his friend
0: Bobby Scotty I, I, this is a character it, when you watch the show you're going to love it because one minute he's talking about doing blow off a hooker's ass <laughs> okay, <laughs> and, then, and, and the next you're crying <laughs> and he's yelling at people he's eviscerating people and then he turns on a dime and his loyalty to his friend is unwavering and the, one of the things I really love about the show and I think everybody should watch it billions on Showtime is because Here's this show. It goes back to the Tony Soprano uh, factor, in the sense that you end up cheering for the morally corrupt guy. I actually started out pulling for Paul Giamatti's, you know, Attorney General, State Attorney General, but now I think I'm actually pulling for Axe because of what's gone on right. in the show. Without revealing it, I'm actually pulling for the bad guy.
1: Sure, you know. Well, you know, that's a great testament to the writing that they can they can move you back and forth. Yeah, and maybe maybe you'll move again. You don't
0: know. Yeah, you, you do. don't know. You do though, don't you? You know where it's going, son of a bitch. I do know where it's going. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> no, I know.
1: Mean, you have no. not given me. You haven't. You haven't sent me that check that uh, you said you were going to send. So I'm not going to send. I'm not going to give
0: you what you want. David Costabile, <laughs> who plays Wags on Showtime's Billion, you've also seen him in movies like Thirteen Hours, also in in Lincoln. And I got to say, oh. Link, Lincoln, amazing. As a, as as that as a fan of that movie, just the history in it. There, what is it like to be on the set? Uh, Of that and reenacting those moments, uh, in or at least what we believe those moments were uh, in our history. What was that like for you as an actor?
1: You know, it was it was so. It was one of those ones. You know, the the job is the job of acting is sometimes.
0: Did I just lose you? No, I just lost him, and that was I was waiting on that. You guys, you know about, what? Lincoln, oh, you I just about, oh. I lost you. I heard the job of acting is sometimes, st- and then there was a dead pause, <laughs> and I thought, oh my god, that was an amazing dramatic, dramatic pause. pause? <laughs> I was gonna
1: really drop it, and you're just like, wait, wait, wait,
0: what is Whatever it? That what is it? Is it? Um, I am waiting for that next thinking, word. I was thinking, can you not think on the radio? I was
1: thinking for a second. I wanted to use the exact verbiage. Okay. Anyway, my point is, I got to the, I, I got on the on the second day. It felt. It felt sort of uh, greedy to be there. It felt like you wanted to tap out and be like, "Oh, somebody else should also be able to have this experience," because it was so right. incredible to be. You know, the very first time I was on the set, they had built. It was this first scene where I meet the president, and I'm speaking with. It was a scene between myself and Daniel and uh, David Strathairn. Right. And I've come to the president and tell him we don't have a vote, and um, and he. And I they had rebuilt this, the White House, the interior of the White House. Right. As, as, and they'd done all this research. And then they had all these extras in there. They were all looked like they were from the Civil War. I've never seen every, I mean, everybody. It was like you've never seen faces like this. And they were all smoking cigars and pipes and real smoke, right? So, right. They, And you never get that on sets because it's always, you know, you can't. Right. So, and there's and it just and it stunk because the clothes a lot of them were period clothes so it's just these stinky foul <laughs> smelling and it's all men and you walk in and I walked in and I was totally bewildered like what is happening yeah and and then all of a sudden Stephen comes up to me and he was like oh nice to meet you I had never met him before and he says he's and he said I'm so glad you're here and I was like I'm so glad I'm here <laughs> and then he said and then he said do you want to meet the president and I said yes and I opens this door, and in comes, like barreling towards me, is Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. And I and he towers over me, and he says, "Nice to meet you, Representative Ashley." And I was like, nice to meet you, Mister President." And and no one, you know, everybody said, "You know, you're forewarned about Daniel and his process," and right. he stays in the character the whole time. But I am telling you, for the first four hours of that shoot, I was really freaking out, like. I I was doing a scene with Abraham Lincoln, and I didn't know what to do. I was like, I had to go back to my trailer to look at my phone to see a picture of Abraham Lincoln (laughs) to make sure that that person in front of me was not Abraham Lincoln. And, And then I was reassured that it was not Abraham Lincoln. So I was like, okay, that's actually a performer that's not. Actually, Abraham,
0: the, the reincarnated version of Abraham Lincoln <laughs> that in to front me, of me. That, that, to me, is the most satisfying story anybody's ever told me from a movie <laughs> set. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you why. Because I've always wondered, as, as a human being, there has to be a point where you're standing on a movie set, and you have to just go, I'm going to i got to take this in. Oh, yeah. But R- right now, I have to just stop for a second and-, and take this in because this is amazing. Two weeks ago, David, I ha- we had Jared Harris on, same thing, in Lincoln, uh-huh. and he was Ulysses S. Sure. Grant. And I said the same thing. I said, when he walks up on that porch, yeah, I actually, as a viewer, am believing it's Lincoln. So to, for you to, to tell that story to me is like the most satisfying story I've ever oh, heard. Yeah. No, I mean, it yeah. really
1: was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. And then watching him like a hawk to see if, He misses, and he never misses. The guy just
0: is—he's—he's
1: remarkable. He's a remarkable actor. And I never met Daniel until we finished shooting. And I'll I'll tell you, people always ask me, be like, "Was it freaky? Is it stupid? Is it dumb?" And and what what is what is it? And I'll say this: and it's—it's every one of us have the experience of doing what he does. When you are at your best, when your radio show is going, um, my, you know, it mm-hmm. couldn't be better. You book the best guest. You're the smartest, wittiest. It's incredible. You can do, and it's almost like you can do a thousand things at once. Like, mm-hmm. you're on it. It's mm-hmm. the best. You're the most concentrated you've ever been. Nobody can touch you. You're doing it. And that is what Daniel does for 12 to 16 hours a day. Crazy. So he's right. just doing that all day, every day. And the rest of us, you know, we can sustain it for—I don't know—I can do it for maybe like five minutes, ten minutes. If <laughs> I'm incredible, but that's about it. And then I gotta go, and I gotta have a bite of a bagel, or you know, so be like, "Ooh, I was killing it for ten minutes! Can you believe it?" I'm exhausted. Um, I'm exhausted. I've exhausted myself. That Ooh, is. Hilarious. I need a break.
0: I have to say, I—I I, I know we only have a limited amount of time, and we're right at it, I, dude. You—you you have been as good as I hoped you would be in person. As I feel you are on screen. That's that's how I well, feel thank you. today. I will say, I I'm less, they're talking about Lincoln and they're talking about Billions the of Breaking Bad and The Wire. No, no. I'm Flight of the Concords and oh, okay. I—he was Mel's husband, nice. and you know what? You're great in that. I believe that you could do that 16 hours a day. Good Breaking job! Up. Well, I tell you, <laughs> yeah,
1: I could be a lovable loser if 16 hours a day. <laughs> yes. I, I might be able to sustain that. I might be able to do maybe a half an hour. There you that.
0: go, <laughs> David. Uh, David Costum, well, Great to talk to you. Love Wags. Love your performances, man. Thanks for coming on with us today. We really appreciate it. Thanks so much. It. All the best. You Take bet, You do. Bye. Bye. I love that story. That he told about Lincoln because he put you on the set. That, I mean, that's what we as fans of movies, right? Mm-hmm. Want to? That's what I want to hear. He and He sounded so excited about about how he really felt that he was with Lincoln. Well, you don't think about a scene like that. It smelled. I mean, th- th- the talking about the smells and stuff yep. like that of all that old clothes. That's I love that man. That was that was good. I enjoyed that. That mark out too much today. A little yeah. bit. All right, you can tell you like. That's him. okay. That's it's fine. okay. I don't care. I'm not afraid to admit who I like. I don't think you should hide it to be cool. Uh, all right, eighteen after. Uh, you're cute. Eighteen. <laughs> oh, oh, you're like My a brother. My he's so cute. It's cute. Um. All right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, we have uh, been remiss uh, in our caller of the week duties. Um, we really only had one. No, again, they might have been. Uh. I, I don't blame them. I. I think it's us too. I don't. Why you know. is it us? Well, because there are things that. If we don't, well, either we there, it. there are things that we touch on subjects that aren't necessarily funny or whatever. But I guess the caller of the week doesn't have to be funny, does he? No. Or her? No. Or her. So if we have a bad show, it's it's partially their fault too. No, if we have a bad show, it's okay. So well, it's if we our have, fault. So, so if we there have, are days we have bad shows or good shows and the callers aren't okay up to par whatever I, reason. I am I have no problem saying this. It's the callers. not uh, we get a good caller. No, what different. do we say? We go, oh my god, that was an amazing caller of the week. Well, if we don't. It's fault. If we have a bad interview, I will take 50% of the blame. Okay. Okay? That was not a bad interview. I did, however, promise uh, a little uh, a, yeah, redneck, hear the a redneck clip about uh, a neighbor thing. And what we'll do is we'll break a little early. We'll come back. I have a fill-in-the-blank about, you know, <laughs> we all got weird neighbors, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to play you the clip from the news story about a, a, a guy in North Carolina who won hundred grand on a scratchy. Okay. I love calling them scratchies. I know. <laughs> scratchies. <laughs> Just like... I it, love it, it puts you right there, right? He wins 100G on a scratchy, and what does he spend it on? Oh, God. He spends it on something you know it isn't going to go well. No. And it's going to lead into our fill-in-the-blank, and I promise I will deliver to that to you immediately after this quick break. We'll be right back.